We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B-E. That's IXL.com B-E. E. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN, follow the hashtag PrincipalPLN, or at PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at principalpln.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Principal PLN podcast. It's February 21st, 2015. We are starting 2015 off right um, with our first podcast. (laughs) It's almost March. We're starting 2015 off right. Well, see, everybody goes with these New Year's resolutions. and they, yeah. Our resolution was for the Chinese New Year because that was yesterday. Yes, that's, right. that's exactly that's what right. we did. Yeah, so we are so uh, excited to be back, and we're going to spend this podcast catching up with each other and talking about the different cool things that are going on and um, in our world, and then um, going to throw some ideas out for next time. So, Jessica, how's everything going? Great. Well, I think we should start off by telling people why we haven't been podcasting. Um, That's a good idea. Because we we got in a huge fight, and um, we stopped talking to each other for like three months. (laughs) Three months. And Spike kept talking about how warm it was in New Jersey, and Jess and I were getting tired of it. So we just all stopped talking. It was really yeah. No, so we've been still time. spending a lot of time together on the yeah. Boxer and in Google Drive um, working on our book that will be coming out through Corwin in August. Yes. In August. So we're working on, we had our first draft in. We got our comments and, and edits back that we need to make. So we're, we took a podcasting hiatus so that we could work on writing so we can get that book done. So. Yes, we didn't plan on taking the hiatus, but then we realized that <laughs> that we have very little time anyway to podcast. You know, we always have trouble finding these times to get together to podcast, and when we wanted to get together to write, we had to use those times to do it. So um, we appreciate those of you who 
who stuck through it and all the messages um, that we received. I have to say, like, I didn't realize, like, how many people we had listening, and then the tweets of, like, are you going to podcast again? I was like, oh, people listen? Yeah, it was nice. (laughs) We were happy. Yeah. Those were all accounts that I set up on the side. Um, (laughs) This is why we start talking to Spike. See? They are. They were all, like, little troll accounts I set up. That explains Um, the eggheads. Darn it. That's right. That's right. And every one of those, if you click on a link, you you get a free iPad. <laughs> oh my gosh, Spike. Uh, oh man. So yeah, I miss you guys. Yeah. So, so Jess, I, what's been going on in Wisconsin? In Wisconsin. Well, it's been cold, but we still have school because we can handle the cold. We can toughen that out. We haven't had a single snow day or delay. I'm not I'm not trying to sound bitter or jealous about that at all. Um, What's been going on in my world, um, I think I've shared on here that I'm the district assessment coordinator and that um, the duties of that role have like multiplied by infinity this year. Um, It's been said in Wisconsin that that could be a full-time job in of itself. So I'm not just working on the assessments that are for the elementary but also the middle school and the high school level and um, that's really consumed a lot of my time lately, along with wrestling on the evenings and weekends for my child. <laughs> How about you guys? Spike's had a lot to uh, a lot to swallow, a lot to hobble on. Yeah. yeah. So I had um, some foot issues for the last couple of years, and I went to different, you know, like podiatrists and would run, not run, bike. I mean, I tried every little thing and it just got to the point where I had to go to an orthopedic and he suggested that I get surgery. So I scheduled it for early January and it really um, oh, it just threw me into a tailspin. I mean, I had there's so many things I had to cancel out on other like sort of engagements um, that I was hoping to participate in. And then I had to take a week off of work to recover and then... Um, it was during that week that I decided that I'm like, you know what, the best way to get over this is to get up off of this couch and to move and to do the things that I can do, um, not rush it, but, you know, to, to get back uh, to 100%. And I'm really glad I did because I've had a couple meetings with my doctor, appointments with my doctor, and um, I'm healing really well. And um, I'm back in dress shoes. I can actually... Um, I even jogged a little bit yesterday. Oh, wait, we are you? Doing... Can you do that? Well, I don't know if I should have done that, but it was at dismissal, <laughs> and we were really hustling because it was like negative, you know, like nine degrees out, <laughs> and we're trying to get all the cars through the line. And um, but no, I mean, I mean, I'm like the doctor said, you know, the pain is going to be part of it. I mean, mm-hmm. part of my heat, my 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 bone is is healing, but. I just have to keep working on my flexibility. So, um, yeah, I've gone back to the gym, and, you know, I'm just trying to get back to normal. I'm glad I can drive now and all that good kind of stuff. And I'll be honest with you, I've really, I've taken a big break from, you know, Twitter and blogging since finishing that Blog 365 project. Um, and even Voxer taking a little bit of break. So just trying to, like, like what you were saying before, uh, Jess, like concentrate on uh, writing and just the day-to-day craziness of uh, being a principal and also we have state testing coming up. We're doing the park and I'm the uh, co-testing coordinator for that. So it there has been a lot 
Um, how about you, Teresa? Well, I, I do just want to share. Uh, we're giving Spike a lot of flack for his, uh, for his, you know, snow days and his, um, his negative, I don't know, zero wind chills or whatever they've got going on over there in South Jersey. But it's, it's all in good fun. And those of you who are, who are in places that don't normally see this kind of cold, and I know, in, like in Tennessee, it's been negative 25, and I mean, there there are a lot of places right now that that haven't seen this kind of cold weather, if ever. So, uh, you know, please take it in jest. No, we're not we're not trying to be offensive, but we like to mess with Spike because, you know, he's he's got his two inches of snow in there. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm totally joking. So, uh, but you know, it's this, hard to turn that off. It, it is. It's hard. It's it hard, is. But, you know, so so we've been. This has just been an ongoing private joke, and we're bringing it out. But please don't think, you know, if you've had snow days because you've had a dusting of snow, we think any any differently. Jess might, because she's still angry about not having any days off. But <laughs> no, I'll I mean, get over it. Th that's right. But she'll be fine. Um, I, I don't know. Things have just been uh, just moving. Well, hold on a second. Here, you just signed up to run a half marathon. Oh, right. There was that. So, um, and you were in the hospital, or not the hospital, you are in the doctor's office getting an MRI, so what's happens. going on? With um, How do those I, two go together? Well, that's right. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, they do. That's <laughs> the problem. I, um, I, I fell in, um, in December. For those of you who don't know me, I have a really weak um, stomach. Um, I'm kind of lame when it comes to that, and my son had his tooth pulled uh, the day before New Year's Eve. And he's five, and it was dead. He had killed the root. And so they pulled the tooth, and he came out with his little, you know, biting on that gauze, and it was all bloody, and I, and I fell. And I fell because I passed out, so um, that, you know, there was that. And I landed on the ground on, like, a tile floor, and I had really, my, my elbow and my shoulder were really bothering me, but I had forgotten I fell on my knee, too, and I never had it checked out because it wasn't bothering me. Um, and I have crappy knees anyway. That's just it's kind of how it how it's gone. But the last um, the last two weeks or so, well, two weeks before this happened, so I guess the last month or so, I've been really working at getting back to running. And um, I'm on a new rheumatoid arthritis treatment, so I've been feeling better. And uh, I went and got back into everything. Signed up for a race in March, and um, my knee bothered me one day, and then I ran on it, and that was it. And so I don't know what it is that's torn, but it's something. It's my right knee. I'm on crutches. They're sitting right here next to me. My poor husband has been oh, no. my gopher for, like, I don't even know how long. The poor guy. And, 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 wait, uh, and then you're going to run a half marathon with your crutches? Well, I, I might. I don't know. It depends on how good I get. <laughs> no, so, okay. So I, um, well, I had done a um, – I've had knee surgeries before, so I, I'm – and they have marathons in September. It's at the end of September. So even if there's surgery involved, it should be more than fine. But it's kind of something that's been on my bucket list. And, uh, you know, I'm not getting any younger, and my knees are not getting any better. <laughs> so I might as well just, you know, go big or go home. So And it's kind of I'm, – I'm really bummed by it because, like Spike said, you know, it's that whole just get off the couch. You don't realize – and, you know, there were so many days when you're working that you're like, I wish I could just sit down and do nothing. But actually having to sit down and do nothing totally sucks mm -hmm. a lot. And we've had, we had midwinter break on Monday and Tuesday. We went to school on Wednesday. We had the two days off for, for cold on Thursday and Friday. So I've literally been sitting on the couch for almost an entire week doing nothing, and I hate it. So do you I'm, know what they say? What is that? Suck it up. No. Sitting, is, <laughs> sitting is the new smoking. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and, I mean, 
It's Obviously, true. you have to rest, you have to relax, and, you know, if you're injured, you know, all that right. kind of stuff. They're saying that, you know, like even people who go to the gym, like say you might go to the gym for an hour, but you work in a desk, yeah. you know, not you don't work in a desk, but you work at a desk type in the of drawer. operation. <laughs> so, so you're sitting most of the day, um, like, and then you come home, and then you're, you know, sort of mentally or physically exhausted. And then you sit on the couch, like it's just not good for us. And yeah. believe me, I'm a, I am a couch sitter. Like when I get home, like I want to relax and all that kind of stuff. But um, I'm just saying, sitting is a new smoking. Yeah, they. I was actually when I worked in, um, in human resources, we had moved into a new office, and three of the people that when we moved in um, that worked there had had built up their desks literally they brought this big truck with their hacksaws in the back it was the craziest thing I've ever seen but they built these big wooden I don't know, almost like a just like a wedge and they put it underneath their desks and they stood all day long all day long they're wow. working I mean working on computer reading code all day long and they stood because I mean they were also you know 50 pounds lighter than I am and maybe that's why but it was crazy they were just just standing all day and that's I mean, it's, it's a very, it's a healthy thing to do. Well, I think this talk kind of leads into what the book that all the three of us are reading right now. Um, we're reading The Mindful School Leader. Um, this is a book from Corwin. Um, and it, like, this is a book that I needed a long time ago um, that really just emphasizes practices for yourself to be more mindful and take care of yourself so that you can be a better leader. Um, and I'm feeling so zen in reading this. And, and I know we talked about, you know, meditation and, and taking care of yourself and things like that before when we talked about The Miracle Morning. Um, and I've read a couple of other books in between. But this, this book is, I would highly recommend this book for, for every leader, um, even teachers, really. I mean, you know... You know what? That just reminded me. I I think we should reach out to Ariel and see if we could get them or one of the authors on the podcast oh, because yes. I think it would be really cool. Um, because I too, and I know Teresa has been, you know, reading through it, and it was suggested because it was connected to the book that we're writing on isolation. But I think what all three of us have started to take away is like, wow, some of these. Um, you know, suggestions in here, vignettes, you know, really, really hit, a, you strike a chord with us and are very helpful in, in practicing that mindfulness when we're dealing with, you know, difficult parents, difficult teachers, difficult situations, or just the overall stress of, you know, our jobs. And, um, you know, and then also the ability to create an, um, I, I know that that's part of that too, to create, um, you know, a space where people, you know, can vent and can, um, you know, talk with each other. And I think that's what, what the three of us try to do. Yeah. And, yeah. I've just been so zen lately. Like, stuff has been happening at school, and I'm just, like, so calm. And it's all okay. I, I kind of <laughs> ran into that. Same. I'm, I'm a lot more zen now, too, but mine was not because I read the book. Mine was a little bit before we got the book. But I was talking to Spike, like, Two days later, I had had like a total and utter just breakdown. It was like, you know, you get that where everything is just so heavy and so present and mm -hmm. just it builds and builds and builds and builds. And I just lost it one day. And it was something so stupid like I forgot my daughter's turtleneck for cheerleading or something. I mean, it was so dumb. And I was like... <laughs> like you had a principal meltdown? I totally did. I was meltdown. sobbing and crying. And I mean, just... But I'm telling you what... Ever since then, 
even keel, man. Sometimes you just need to lose it. I'll make sure that I put a link for the Principal Meltdown YouTube clip in there oh, just in case great. somebody has not seen that because yeah, it's a good. must watch. Oh, yeah. yes. It's yes. Good. You're right. Is that the one with the parking? Yeah. Okay. Someone keeps stealing my pencils and then putting them back where they were. <laughs> it's funny. Like, one of the, 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 um, the words that I keep coming up with um, in the last couple weeks is that I feel smothered. At work, do you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like there, there have been days where, like, I literally, like, I cannot get out of the office because every time I'm trying to get out of the office, there's this, there's that, there's that, there's this, there's that, smothered. Yeah. You guys ever feel that way? Always at yeah. school and at home. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard. I don't know. When you have kids, you can't even go to the bathroom without it's, something. Oh. Little feet under the door. Yeah, and the lock doesn't work on our there? bathroom door, so I literally, yeah. Oh, we got a we got a puppy. You want to talk about? Oh, that's about right. Mother. Talk about smothering. Yeah. I saw that oh you got gosh. a puppy. Good grief! I looked at my the most adorable little terror. Oh, he's so cute. Yes, he's a beast on our house. He's so cute. So How do we not hear cute. him? Is he sleeping? No, I have him locked up right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you don't hear him. Like, no, his no, you name is the... his name is Packer. That's perfect. Yeah. He's so cute. You had a picture of him in a Packers jersey or something, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Oh. He's, he's a Packer. My in-laws are gonna get a puppy too, and they're gonna name him Viking. Oh. I'm not gonna let them fight each other, right? Like, <laughs> no, because Packer would kill the Viking. <laughs> oh, that's right. Teresa, you would like this. Um, I've been playing a lot of Madden with my son. Oh yeah. And guess oh. what? One of my favorite teams to use is I hope the it's Detroit the Lions. Lions. Is it because you? Because <laughs> you're glutton for punishment? Because you like to let your son win? No, they're actually really good on there. And anytime I pass it to Calvin Johnson, that guy really know, comes right? through and catches it for me. <laughs> oh my gosh! I had a um, my fantasy football teams this year. I had three of them, and in two of them, I had Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson. Woo, which is a fantastic, fantastic matchup if Calvin Johnson is not broken for half the season. So just ahead, oh, yeah. don't, don't do that unless um, you know you're a glutton for. It. You're either. My brother told me when I picked them, he was like, "You are either gonna win big or you are gonna lose big." And I lost huge. Oh. So. All right. So I'm worried that we might just make this like be a personal business podcast. So how about? Here's a question. What is on your calendar for next week? Cheerleading banquet. A what banquet? The cheerleading banquet for oh, my okay. little munchkin because our basketball season is over now. So we have cheerleading banquet on the calendar. We have the basketball banquet on the calendar. Um, I personally have my uh, follow-up where my doctor's going to tell me what the jeez is wrong with my knee. Now, uh, my daughter's birthday. For the for the banquets, is that now as a principal, do you like do you have to be in charge of those or whatever? Being no, a school? no. We have an athletic director, and um, what we kind of do is we let the um, it's a volunteer position, but we let the coaches plan their own. Um, it's I say banquet. It's a pizza party in the you know in the cafeteria downstairs or in the mm -hmm. gym area. But um, the the coaches are in charge of getting their the kids medals. They're in charge of the pizza party or whatever they want to do. They've got a budget, you know, a small budget. Um, and then they plan them, you know, they just check with us on when the open dates are and they plan them. So this one um, on Monday is our I-League, our instructional league, so third and fourth grade. And then we've got the little one 
um, the, for the cheerleaders on Wednesday, and then the other teams will um, will schedule their own things. You know, whether they do it at school or somewhere else. But luckily, no, I don't have to be in charge of that. Spike, what's you on your principal calendar? A principal calendar? Yeah, or what's on your principal? Lesson? Yeah, trying to keep oh. us focused on principal-ish stuff. Okay. So next feeling. next week we we are going to be. Um, we have our pizza bingo night, which is uh, one of our well-attended uh, parent community involvement events where we set up the gym and we have all different tables for uh, bingo. This year we're going to have a DJ. One of our parents does awesome with DJ, and he um, DJed our first uh, dance that we've had in a long time um, on the 13th for our Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, so we have that going on, and it's it's twas the week before park, so I'm going to be doing a lot of work um, getting that. You're situated. testing already. Ours uh, is in October. Ours is going to be oh. in April. Yeah, we tested in October. There's two. There's two. There. This is the mid-year one, and then there's the end of the year one that's going to be six weeks later. So oh. the good thing is that, like, I look at it as like almost like a soft opening to a restaurant. Like the way that we used to do the NJ ask is that all the grades tested at one time, and you know it lasted a week. So it's almost like it was easier to do it that way because then it was done, but it was a lot of work. This mm -hmm. way, it's actually um, because they have to have devices now. Um, we do because everything's online. So uh, the, the first week of March is the fifth grade test, then the following week is the fourth grade, then the following week is the third grade. So it's a little bit easier to know that next week all we need to really, really, really get ready for is the fifth grade. But, you know, you got to keep everything in uh, oh, perspective. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I have a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of stuff to do with that, getting the rooms ready, making sure that all our lists are correct and all our uh, modifications and stuff like that. So Do you do you have to do the online part of, um, like, the, the student demographics and entering in their accommodations? Do you do that side of it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. some of it's already pre-uploaded from the fall, but okay. um, like if we had to change any of the accommodations or we had new kids in, yeah, you have to manually, you know, upload, uh, you know, different stuff. So we'll do that this week, um, and then you know, creating the after um, mm -hmm. testing schedule. Because the other thing is that one of my teachers who normally coordinates um, Read Across America, and you know, that's, that's, that's coming up. March 2nd, and that's yep. the first day of our t assessment. So um, we're going to put less of a focus oh, on 3 to 5 this year, unfortunately, and then K to 2 will have, you know, some different events that are going on. But it just gets back to this whole thing where we're, we're, we're assessing kids um, way more than we ever have, and, you know, when are we going to, you know, be able to get back to, you know, lifelong learning activities and things like, you know, the love of reading, like, Dr. Seuss would be rolling his grave knowing that the park is starting on his uh, oh, birthday. Oh, yes, he would. Well, and so maybe just to make sure, if you know, if we were planning ahead, we could have talked about Read Across America Week on here to help principals who are new and don't know. But um, so March, March second is the Read Across America Week, and um, I always tell principals, as principals, you should make sure your school is doing something about reading and. We actually have a committee, yeah. so we have a whole week of stuff going on. We have authors coming in. We have a family reading night. We have classes budding up for reading. Um, it's it's my favorite week of the year. I love it. <laughs> I like that. I'm glad you do. I, I feel like a little bit frustrated, but, you know, it, it, it is what it is. You may have to celebrate so a belated birthday for Dr. Seuss. 
Well, we are, but it's not going to be. It's yeah. just not going to be the same. And we do yeah. a lot of those same things that we're just not doing this year, just because of the assessments that are going on. Yeah, so. you know, quite honestly, you know, talking about assessments. Um, being the DAC, like I have so many days that I'm out of the building for trainings. Like when I'm looking at my calendar right now, I have I'm going to be out all day on Friday this week for more training on our assessment. And it's like every month, there's probably four days that I'm out for different assessments. Um, it's hard. This week, though, in my building, we have grade level PLC meetings all day on Tuesdays. I always look forward to those. We have great conversations. We're interviewing for a summer school coordinator because I've got that off of my contract now. Okay. But even even though um, like it's off my contract, um, I can't just hand it over to somebody and say, here you go. I'm still a big part of that, of getting summer school ready. Um, so that's something right now, too, that principals might need to be looking at of, you know, what do they have to do for summer school if that's part of their role. Yeah, it's it's it seems early, but now is the time to do it. We're We're halfway through... The third marking period, so you know, out of four, if you're still on quarter, so we're, you know, we're almost there, and the end of the year starts. You know, I know that we're we're working a lot this week on um, admissions packets. Um, we have open house coming in March, so there's like this is the time of the year that is probably the biggest for planning um, for for principals going into next year. You know, you have to start looking at your enrollment and what your you know what your teaching staff is going to look like, and if you have to change grades or things like that. So it's now is a now is a big time to start planning things out. What's going on with your staff uh, this week, Teresa? Do you got something some conference they're going to? Oh yes, thank you. So on Friday um, last year, Larry Baker, who is a principal in Michigan, uh, he's a high school principal. They um, he put on this this conference called the Mercy Tech Talk. And Mercy is the name of his high school, and it was fantastic. I took four of my teachers last year, and it was really great. It was like $40, I want to say, a person, a catered breakfast, catered lunch, keynote, great sessions. And this, and then if you take more than five, it's $30 a person. So I'm taking my whole staff for like $350. And we, we made a professional development day for this day, and I'm taking everybody this year and I am so excited if you want to follow nice. the hashtag on Friday it's hashtag MH talk mercy high talk um, I'm doing a couple presentations on the administrator side they Larry wanted to do a couple um, he wanted to get kind of an administrator strand going so he reached out to me and said you know can you can you do a couple presentations so I've got two I think on Friday um, and I'm so I mean the teachers that I took last year are not we're not necessarily tech um, uh, tech, you know, savvy, but they found a lot of really great things about um, things to use in the classroom. And remember, we've got a one-to-one -one program, a one-to-one -one iPad program. So for them, it was extremely helpful because they're walking in, you know, different ways to use the iPads in elementary classrooms or, you know, iBooks and things like that. So it was a, it's a really great conference. And Karen Bosch is, um, is doing the keynote this year. She is a tech uh, tech teacher in Michigan, and she's also an Apple Distinguished Educator, as is Larry. Um, and it's she's wonderful. She has so many resources, and she's actually already tweeting out her websites and presentations uh, for this weekend under that hashtag. So, I mean, definitely check it out. There's a ton of, I mean, a, a ridiculous amount of information at this conference. I, I want to say Larry says he's got almost 400 people registered, um, and they they closed it. They've sold out. It's done. 
but um, there will be a lot of really good information going out there, so be sure to check it out. That's awesome. That sounds really cool. Yeah, it'll be neat. Okay, so here's another question not related to what we've been talking about. Um, teacher evaluations or teacher effectiveness, whatever it's called, and I know most states have an educator effectiveness mandate or whatever. Um, it's almost March. Um, where are you at? And I just asked that question because on our, um, our online system that we used, they added this feature that lets you see, um, it's, it's always had a little pie and it shows, you know, in a, in a graph form of um, what observation, or what forms are done, what forms are scheduled, what forms are waiting acknowledgement, and they've added the percentage now. So just, it makes it really easy to look at it and see, I'm this percent done. And last week, when that feature came out, I noticed that I was 50% done. Halfway wow. through January. Over halfway through the year, so I'm not where I should be. Um, and I'm going to be, like, racing at the end of this marathon as fast as I can. And then I'm going to vomit at the end because I ran too hard. But where, <laughs> how are you guys doing with, with all of that business? Uh, about the same, sadly. I, I feel like the last couple of months, like Spike said, they're just... I can't get out of my office. It's mm -hmm. one thing after another. And uh, it's really hampered my ability to get into the classrooms. And it, it makes me very upset, very upset that yeah. I can't get out. But, it, you know, there are certain things that have to be dealt with during the school day or something that comes in as an emergency or, you know, for whatever reason. And so I'm very behind with my observation. Yeah, I, you know... I I always talk about being in classrooms as much as possible and, you know, have been co-writing a book with another two people from EduCoach of, you know, the principal leading with a coaching hat. But lately, Teresa, I have been making it my goal to do one documented informal a day, which is a pathetic mm -hmm. goal. But with everything else that I have to yeah. get done, at least I'm getting one done a day. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We, um, we just went through uh, in New Jersey, so we have like a halfway point of the year where um, teachers can meet with us to discuss their SGOs or student growth objectives mm -hmm. and th those are the the ones that they set out at the beginning of the year so you can make some changes mid-year so I had a, I had a bunch of conferences there which is good because you know you're, you're allowed to you don't switch the SGO but you can um, take a look at some of the groups if you know certain kids aren't progressing mm -hmm. um, so we got through that and then there's a mid-year um, um, meeting if they want it for their goals, uh, for their just their overall goals, uh, their professional development goals, and uh, but as far as the evaluations, um, our sec my second round uh, for some, which will be their last round. I I've probably only done one out of maybe 14, so I I'm really far behind on that. And March is going to be really difficult because of. Um, you know all the assessments that are going on. This round is almost a little bit different too because these are unannounced. Um, so it's really based on my schedule, not the teachers. And as Teresa and you are echoing that, you know, as things get really busy, you know, a a un an unannounced you know, uh, observation sometimes falls by the wayside if there's other things that are going on. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's that, and then our. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to finish up, like, with our uh, walkthroughs, um, 
we have to do 10 walkthroughs a week uh, on our teachers, and I have probably not hit that mark mm. in the new year. Like, like being out, of course, that's going to impact me. But January, February, I've just I've not been able to get as as many done as as I would like. And and those are the important ones because. Um, that, that's the non-evaluative, you know, just taking the, you know, a little bit of the pulse of the climate and culture uh, on the academic side, and uh, I really value those, but I'm just not, I'm not getting there as much as I'd like to. Um, I was just going to add, um, kind of going along with that, our superintendent had shared um, an article with our admin team the other day, and I can't find the exact same one. This one is similar, and it's about stay interviews. Um, you know, usually if somebody is leaving a, a job, we do an exit interview with them. But the idea of state interviews is you're, you know, you're asking questions of them um, to make sure that we're still meeting their needs, really. And I thought how great it would be to add these questions into your mid-year oh, SLO, yeah. SGO um, conference with teachers because it, it really opens up that door for, you know, you to have a relationship with them and, and know um, how else to, to improve things there. And so some of the questions are, what kind of feedback would you like about your performance that you aren't currently getting? What opportunities for self-improvement would you like to have that are beyond your current role? Um, what talents or strengths do you have that we haven't made the most of? Um, if you could change one thing about your job or your team, what would it be? Um, and I'll, I'll put a link to this article or see if yeah, I can find the right article do. in the doc. Because I just thought, you know, um, I sometimes struggle with those those meetings of okay, let's let's look at this. Let's hurry up and get this done. Um, and we have to remember to make it a conversation too. That's helpful for both sides of the party. Great. It's Great. funny that you mention that. Like one day, I remember I was having one of those things where it was just like a revolving door. There was just like one thing after another after another. And a teacher came in and sat down. And she's like, "I'd like to talk to you about lesson plans." And I'm like, <laughs> "I don't bless, like you share that in the box." <laughs> bless your heart, like. <laughs> Do you realize what the last five conversations about? You know, <laughs> wanting to get out early. I got this kid that's driving me nuts. This parent did this. Uh, bus problems. All this kind of stuff. And and I was just like, oh, what a breath of fresh air. I'm like, I would love to talk about lesson planning. You know, and it, and it's funny. Did because you really respond to your teacher that way? I, I did. I said, I, was, like, I said, what is wrong with him? I just oh no, they talking about lesson plan. Yeah, they. They know, they know me, you know, and I'm like, so we, we talked about it, and so I really tried to practice mindfulness, but also excitement, uh, and, and it's almost like a way of also showing, you know, the other teachers, like, yes, like, it is okay to still come in, like, talk about things, like education, learning, right. students, you know, as opposed to all this other stuff that's right. going on that's frustrating, so yeah, I mean, I'm like, I was just so excited, it was really cool. I had a parent or a, a teacher come in and she had grabbed me. It was probably early in January when we got back and it was right right at the, the midterm end and she came and grabbed me and she's like, um, I just need to talk to you about these presentations that, that my kids did and I was like, thank God and she just looked at me and I said, I was just telling my husband the other day, I said, I just want somebody to talk to me about curriculum or whether it's in the classroom or I'm like, I don't want to talk about about any personal issues anymore. I don't want to talk about this. I, don't want to, I just want to talk about what I'm supposed to be doing in my job, like learning and teaching. <laughs> and it was she just kind of looked at me, and I was like, "Thank you, just thank you. <laughs> Tell me whatever you like. I don't care." Yeah, you get in those. You know, you get in those modes that you're so in the management part of it that we get yes. away from the learning and the. You know, I I went into a the other day. I walked downstairs and I said. 
I said, I, you know, I, I have this job where I'm supposed to go into classrooms and I'm supposed to see what the teachers are doing and check what the, the kids are learning, but I can't do that because I fixed 50 iPads today. You know, it's like, it just, it's just, it would be nice to just have one of those days that you could just do, you know, what we wanted, what we got into this job for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, Spike, you, sir, um, are, are uh, hosting a chat this weekend. Is that correct? Yeah, the um, the ECET2, that's hashtag ECET2, it is a um, organization that um, is, I don't know what the acronym stands for, but it's something about like elevating um, teachers and really celebrating teachers. And I had the opportunity to speak at one of the events uh, that happened in New Jersey. They happen all throughout the country. Um, and so anyway, I'm going to be hosting... Um, that with uh, Barry Sade and, and a couple of the ECET2 folks um, this Sunday at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time and we're going to be talking about isolation in leadership um, which is really connected to uh, the book that Teresa and Jessica and myself are currently writing so just to kind of get out there and put some things out there for um, for reflection and it's so funny because one of the people who had responded to that when Barry put out like this is what we're going to be talking about this week and it was like this is exactly the opposite of we, what we talked about last week because so it's funny they're, they're talking about connections and building connections um, and now this week we're going to be talking about the opposite of that is you know how do you you know how do you deal with isolation not only from your peers uh, that you work with but also uh, online and social media very cool. So awesome. please jump in on that if you're uh, if you're available. It's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, and uh, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up because we've hit our time limit for our um, we're back episode. Um, we're we do a podcast regularly again. That's right. We're yes, we're we watching. <laughs> we will. We're we're checking now for a, for a time that will work for all of us every week. So uh, you know we should have a pretty regular schedule. Be sure to. Uh, go into iTunes and subscribe, and if you want to leave a comment there, that would be even better. And um, and I would also say check out um, Matt Renwick's new podcast, Theory and Practice, which we will we'll repost one of his podcasts on here because we um, joined him for that. But that's also a great um, podcast to listen yeah, to. Yeah, you you'll actually probably get that podcast first. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, either way that they come out in the in the stream, it'll be you know on on either side of this one. So yeah, be sure to check it out. It's a it's a great great resource. It does a lot of work for those. All right, Jess. All right, Principal Peeling out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. 
Visit MyFlexLearning.com B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com slash B-E.